0: Hello and welcome to the Joe Cunningham Show bonus commentary. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, uh, Advanced Placement African American Studies course that is deep, that is drawing a lot of controversy in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida has banned la- uh, Florida schools from teaching the course. And I didn't really have much to say on the subject before because i couldn't see the course framework see with ap they have their course curriculum outline which is called the course and exam description there has been no ced publicly available right now the african-american studies course is on a trial basis for a few dozen schools uh, around the country next year it will be opened up to a hundred to hundreds of more schools ap says and then in the school year starting in 2024 uh then it will be open to all schools to be able to teach. So right now it's on a trial basis. Nothing is really public. A Florida news outlet, the Florida Standard, which I think leans to the right, has obtained the uh, the coursework guide. It's not called a CED in this one. It is the Course Framework and Exam Overview. So maybe uh, that is the... I guess, maybe the new, instead of course and exam description, now this is going to be called course framework and exam overview. Maybe they're changing it or whatever. But it's, it's still laid out in the style, in the format of most uh, AP course and exam descriptions. So I, I've been reading through it. And to give you my background, I spent a couple years as an AP teacher, I'm very and I've spent a year as an AP coordinator at my school. So I'm very familiar with what AP is and how it's taught, how it's supposed to be taught, and how you're supposed to prep students for exams and things like that. So I'm I'm speaking to you on this from that perspective. I'm not speaking as a conservative commentator. I'm speaking as an educator or a former educator as it were. But I wanted to go through this. As always, there's a bit of nuance here. There is a lot that conservatives, I think, are rightfully upset with, and that really comes in the fourth unit of this course. Now, this course is divided into four lengthy sections. Uh, And so looking at those units, we kind of see where the course is taking you. Most of it is taught fairly historically. Uh, Unit 1, Origins of African Diaspora, that's a look at Africa. That's a look at uh, how Africans were exported as slaves around the world. Um, it talks about the African kingdoms, the city-states. Uh, it talks about a lot of cultural issues in early Africa and getting into African-American studies. Unit 2 is the enslavement process. It starts talking about the the trade, the transatlantic Slave trade, Uh, the Middle Passage, goes over some communal uh, and societal and cultural impacts there. Uh, There's, I think, something that's probably causing some concern for some people, a unit on uh, gender and reformation of kinship, so gender studies being involved there as well. Not the kind of gender studies you see now, obviously, but still just kind of a look at a lot of sociological issues here. This is actually more of a sociology course. Than it is a, a traditional uh, history course or history uh, a, a traditional social studies course. This is a lot more sociological, which I actually think AP needs more of, but that's a discussion for a different day. Uh, then it gets in unit you know, two into black identities, the abolition movement, the politics of memory, all of which are pretty interesting topics and can be taught very neutrally. Unit three is very much the same way: Reconstruction and black politics. Uh, uplift ideology the new negro resistance art literature and music talking about the the harlem renaissance and, and other arts and and cultural movements uh in the post-slavery era you have the migrations you know we, we'll talk uh in a course if if i were teaching it we talk a lot about uh outward migration of african americans through the rest of the country Uh, Pan-Africanism, Black Internationalism, stuff like that. It also starts teaching the the AP Extended Essay, which I don't know too much on that. I haven't dug into that a whole lot. But you do have to write lengthy essays in most AP courses. And I imagine this kind of falls in line with how the Social Studies essays are. It's Unit 4 where things get a little bit... uh, into the weeds as far as critical race theory and things like that and and this is the part where it goes it, some of it goes less historical and more ideological and i think that this course falls into the trap of being unable to be completely unbiased here i think it's possible to teach an unbiased african american studies course but some of the way the units and the, the the unit items are presented here are very much uh they're they're very much open to being incredibly biased and, and not looking at the whole picture, but focusing on the ideology uncritically in some areas. So take for example, anti-colonial movements and military service. Uh Long Civil Rights Movement, Black Power, Black Arts, Black Pride, and the Birth of Black Studies, the Black Feminist Movement, Womanism and Intersectionality, African American Studies movements and methods, diversity within Black communities, Black Lives Today, and New Directions in African American Studies. All of that can sound pretty sociological and fairly harmless on its face. The problem, though, when you get to Unit 4 is that... It's actually, it's, let me just get to it because some of the topics here are, and I'm, I'm scrolling through it as I'm, as I'm telling you all of this, um, some of what they use as far as documents, uh, critical documents for students to read, uh, they do offer ideology that runs that, that that is very un-American. And there's really no counterbalance to some of these. It's it's very difficult to see uh any text in here that really I'm not saying shows the opposite of the the black power and the black identity movement and, and things like that. I'm not saying that there needs to be an opposite of Tanahisi Coates or anything, but There's a difference between studying ideology and promoting ideology. And when you only give one very strong perspective, you are at risk of indoctrinating students like that. Now, a good teacher will elicit some counterpoints from students, and and a good teacher will work very hard to get the students to think about all sides of it. But there are a lot of students that are very much... I'm sorry, there are a lot of teachers who are very much into you only need to see this from this perspective. And that's where you kind of draw a risk here. I mean, for example, uh, topic 4.1, anti-colonial politics of the African diaspora. Uh, This topic explores the writings of psychiatrist Franz Fanon and the impact of colonialism and racism on black consciousness and the influence of this work on black political movements of the U.S., it's very difficult to see how just studying one person and one person's perspective is anything short of attempting to push a particular point of view. And so you you get some of this in some of the other topics as well. And there are some on the right who are also against you know very specific topics like black feminist theory, black queer studies. Uh, and I don't think that's necessarily a fair critique because there are historical reasons to look at those sorts of things. Again, this is more of a sociological course than it is a a true history course. Most of it goes through a lot of history, but this fourth unit seems to be very sociological in nature. And so you do have these, there are different ways to look at feminism from a black or a white perspective And then Black Queer Studies itself is probably very fascinating if you look at it from a neutral perspective, because African American social culture has been, even more so than some of white culture, has been uh, very hesitant on accepting LGBT and LGBT issues. Uh, Very socially conservative, especially among evangelical blacks, because religion, uh, church religion was so... Uh, such a big part of African American culture, and, and still is in many places, in many communities, especially in the South. Uh, so, looking at the particular uh, struggle of being both black and queer is actually, I think, a very valid piece of a uh, piece of um, or an angle of soci- sociology to look at here. But again. The writings of some of the of, of some of the people in the suggested texts are very slanted, very biased, and, and a lot of them are maybe not in the writings here, but in other writings that these authors have have taken part in. These writers are very anti American and anti capitalist. And for those ideologies to bleed through with no counter to that runs the risk of indoctrinating and forcing a perspective onto the students, which as teachers, we should be against. The entire focus of the pushback against Ron DeSantis and other conservatives in education is that you are forcing your Judeo-Christian white point of view on us. So the counter to that apparently is now that we need to force this particular viewpoint back on the kids When in reality, the question should be, how can we get kids to see all the sides and let them choose their path, which is something you can't do in a society that says, this is wrong. This is not how you're supposed to think. This is how you're supposed to think, which is more so on the left than the right, but on both sides, it is a problem that we're continuing to see. Overall, I think the AP African American Studies course can be a valid course to teach students. Now, it's completely dishonest for Corinne Jean-Pierre and and some of these folks on the left to say that Ron DeSantis is is preventing students from learning about, about black history. That is absolutely false, because if you look at Florida's education standards, you look at the curriculum in Florida, you know full well that that part of history Is vital. It's necessary. Kids are tested on that every year. You can't say they are being prevented from learning black history. What you can say is that certain elements of AP African American studies do run counter to Florida law because they do force a certain perspective on students. And it is that unfair characterization from the left that emboldens and strengthens the ones on the right who are wanting to crack down on curricula, who are wanting to crack down on libraries and library books. It is the extremism of one side that is pushing the extremism of the other side. So that's my take on this. And I, I realize it's probably not going to make anybody happy. Folks who are in favor of it are going to think that I'm being too critical by saying that some of these writings are are too biased. And and, and I question whether or not they should be taught to students uncritically. And there's going to be people on the right who are saying that I'm giving AP African American Studies too much credit and that it's the whole thing is CRT and that's dangerous for our students. But really, when it comes down to it, like everything, there's nuance in this situation. And I think that when education is done right and students are taught to learn critically, when they are taught to be critical of what they read and write, when they are taught to identify their own perspectives and embrace those perspectives while still acknowledging there is another side, that's when education's at its best. But education can't be at its best when either side is pushing the most extreme set of values on the other. But we're not seeing that as much from the right as the right is being accused of. What we're seeing is the left going extreme, the right pushing back, and the left calling the right extremists. And that is an issue that we societally have to tackle, especially in education when there's not supposed to be bias like that. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening to this little bit of bonus commentary. I will probably... Say a lot of similar things on my show today. My show uh, is on News Talk 96.5 KPEL in Lafayette, Louisiana, every day, 3 to 4 p.m. You can also find the podcast version of that show right here on this podcast. I put it up every day. Uh, If you don't live in the Lafayette, Louisiana area, you can always download the KPEL News app, catch the stories that I write there, catch my show, catch other shows from other great hosts on on that app. I'll talk to you guys again soon here on the Joe Cunningham Show bonus commentary edition.